Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down before the start You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football, all right? We come to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There are several ways for you to join this show. One, you can pick up your telephone. Oh, faithful. Oh, faithful. We were talking about this the other night. Does anybody remember rotary phones? Yes, but anyway, pick up your telephone, dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can catch us live and in living color, as they will be doing here shortly. Facebook Live, Tina D. Jackson is the name, all right? When we had rotary phones, who could have thought that we would be talking to each other face-to-face on the phone? What? Man. Can you just imagine what it's going to be like 30 years from now? Oh, I just hope people will remember how to use common sense. Hello. All right. This is a sports show. All right. Don't forget, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Make sure you are following the show. Go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find us in iTunes. Just go to your iTunes account, type in LL Sports 2 with TJ, and click subscribe. All right? It is just that simple. All right. So what's on my mind tonight? Who, uh, who invented the crate challenge? You know, it's, it's amazing how these challenges, how, you know, they just come out of nowhere, seemingly come out, come out of nowhere. Uh, the whole world catches on, and they attempt to do some of the most idiotic stunts, um, acts, whatever you want to call it. But the crate challenge, really? 
I mean, after the first one where you saw that the person couldn't run back down without falling and somebody's really going to have to get hurt, unfortunately, I think, uh, for this to stop. But um, if you know someone personally who has done the clay challenge, I'm going to need for you to surround yourself with a with a different group of people. Okay, and I'm going to leave it at that. All right, now this is a sports show, so let's go ahead and talk about some sports, all right? Let's talk about the rundown. What are we talking about tonight? NFL preseason. Starters have been named. Season-ending injuries. Man, preseason in full effect. We will talk about it. The slap heard around the world. Lord, I hope we get to this story right here. To sue or not to sue. But who is really to blame? Yes, in the NBA, uh, NBA news and notes, a whole lot of NFL news and notes. Uh, Major League Baseball, Wednesday, Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know, it's just a different date on the calendar, but it is still a jam-packed show for you tonight. So let's go ahead and jump into our first break. The breaks tonight, well, once you hear from the from the artist, I think you'll know. And if you know the date on the calendar, you'll know. Um, wow, 2001, we lost a, we lost an angel. All right, so y'all enjoy. Y'all get ready, sit back, relax, get your popcorn, get your soda, tea, water, whatever your fancy is. Okay, and just get ready for some sports talk with the ladies. We will be right back after the break. LL Sports Two with who? TJ.
Aliyah. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And, yes, we are now live. We're all the way live. Uh, uh, we're all the way live on Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson. All right, now, let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines because we have the ladies of this wonderful show who must participate in the conversation. We have the triple threat in the house tonight. It is Terry. It is Aunt Lou. Ladies, are you with me? Yes. Good Hello, evening. ladies. Good evening, queens, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yes. Bow down. <laughs> so yeah, how are you doing today? Wonderful. Oh, everybody, this is Wednesday. Amen. Wednesday. And good, it's a great Wednesday. It's even it has gotten better since we since this show started. You better recognize. You better say it. Ain't <laughs> Come on now. All right now. <laughs> All right. Let's let's keep the fingers crossed in the air that uh, hopefully Janelle will be able to join us. We know how. Duty calls, uh, you know, she's um, uh, in a meeting at work, so we know how that can go. But um, hopefully they'll just, something will come over and be like, you know what, we just need to stop this meeting right now. And then, you know, she can be <laughs> <laughs> But we will hold down the fort until she's able to join. All right. What's going on, everybody? I see Yvonne Marvin Chambers in the house. What is up, family? Dale, I see you in there. Yes, I do. And you already know Denise Green holding down that timeline for LL Sports. Yeah. What's going That's on right. There? That's my big sister. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Doing it like none other. All right, so let's go ahead and get to these stories because whoo, we have some stuff to talk about tonight. I just hope we get, get, um, get to everything. First off, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. I got to give y'all the applause. Thanks for the. And then now we see um, the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings. They are bringing in um, specialists in hopes of educating the players on the vaccine. So um, they have actually uh, hired. According to NFL Network's Tom Palacero, this was reported on Monday morning that the Vikings brought in renowned epidemiologist and infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm um, to speak to the team. So, again, it's everyone's choice. It's it's an individual choice what you decide to do with your body because, as we all know, we don't know. That's, That's one thing we do know is that we don't know. And the people who are in charge, they don't know either. It's science. Yeah, God grace the hands, mind, and feet. But um, they don't know. But, uh, you know, when you're dealing with organizations, you know, you just have to try to keep everybody as healthy as you can. So shout out to the Vikings. You know, um, they are trying to to, to put their best foot best forward here. Um, Vikings coach Mike Zimmer, he said that he thought the session went well with bringing in the experts but couldn't say for sure whether any minds had been changed among the unvaccinated players. Um, so, like I said, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll just have to see. Uh, Minnesota's vaccination rate among players has lagged behind other NFL teams. So they are, like, in the bottom of 
their percentage of players who have been vaccinated. Quarterback Kirk Cousins is among the most high-profile players um, in the NFL not to be vaccinated. And uh, the Minnesota quarterback room has already dealt with missing time due to a COVID-19 case um, for their rookie, Kellen Mond. So, you know, like I said, they're just trying to do the best they can, you know, with the knowledge that uh, that they do have. Um, I did have a quote here from Coach Zimmer. Uh, yes, here it goes. Uh, he says, I quote, I don't know, I guess, but some of the questions that were asked are things that you hear on the Internet and things things like that. Um, like Osterholm said, he was going to 100% be honest. If he knows the answer, he'll tell you. If he didn't know it, he'd tell it as well. I thought he did a terrific job, and hopefully it helps. He went on to say, I just, I care about these players, and I care about their families. So that's my main reason. If they miss a game because they get COVID, so be it. But I don't want them to get sick, and I don't want their families to get sick and their kids to get sick or my grandkids to get sick, end quote. So, um, you know, ladies, just, um, like I said, it's, it's an individual decision. But when we're dealing with these organizations, we know the rules that the NFL has put into place with the potential of um, forfeiture of games, and that's going to come with missing game checks. Um, you know, just your overall thoughts on Minnesota, uh, you know, the Vikings trying to be proactive and getting a specialist in there, but, you know, how much of an effect do you really think it's going to have on the team? Um, Lou, we'll have you kick that off. I commend him for, you know, trying to get it together, you know, and trying to get everybody, you know, he feel like on one accord getting vaccinated because that's, that's what he feels, you know. But um, people are going to do what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and so my thing is just let them do what they want to do and, you know, and, um, you know, if, if they get COVID, you know, because I, I just feel like, you know, when you try to force people to do stuff when they're grown and stuff, it never works. And then you start getting riots and stuff like that. But just people do what they want. If they get sick, then they have to go, you know, suffer the consequences or whatever. And you just hope and pray that the children or no one else get affected. But like I say, it's an individual choice. And so I commend him. I give him kudos for, you know, trying to get it together. But I just know uh, man, you know, people, man meaning man and woman, you know, people are going to do what they want. Right. Oh, very true. Terry, your thoughts? I totally agree with Miss Lucinda. Can y'all hear me? I'm trying out my headset today because, you know, last week my phone sounded a little, you know, raggy there. So I'm trying yeah. to see if y'all can hear me. You can hear me okay? Okay, yes, great, great. But, yes, I, um, I commend him for, you know, trying to do the right thing, trying to prevent, you know, the players from, you know, getting sick. But as Ms. Lucinda said, it's, you know, it's up to the individual. You can't make grown folks do things. And, you know, I hope that they can do something, um, you know, to prevent COVID from being widespread, especially, you know, players getting it, uh, COVID and taking it home to their families. Um, you know, I just, you know, I hope they can do something. But uh, the bottom line it's, you know, it's up to that individual whether or not they want to get, you know, vaccinated. Right. So true. 
so very true. Brian, what's going on with you? I see you in the house. My cousin, Cameron Taylor Wood, in the house tonight. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. And each and every one, if I don't see your name when you pop up, I'm saying hello to you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Nina Vito, what's going on with you? Thank you all so much for tuning in. You know, ladies, absolutely, you know, I, I ditto everything that you said. You know, you can't, you know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And it is an individual decision at the end of the day. You know, it's, you just, like, as an organization, you try to do the best you can. I do commend them for bringing in a specialist, you know, and a specialist that appears to um, be willing to just be open and honest and, and frank with the players. You know, if he, if he knows the question, he says he'll answer it. If he doesn't know, he said, you know, he says that um, he'll answer that he doesn't know. Not trying to just make up stuff to, to scare people into doing it or, you know, or what have you. So um, you can just commend the effort. Um, you hope that each, uh, each man is just making an, uh, an educated individual choice for themselves. You know, we'll just have to see how it plays out um, through the course of the season. But I do commend, um, you know, the, the Vikings ownership, though, for, for trying to at least bring in a specialist to um, see what they can do. The Dallas Cowboys, they have um, – Another team that's been kind of hit with the uh, with the COVID um, protocols, if you want to call it, um, they had to go to virtual learning uh, because their COVID nineteen list expanded by three players. So they had to add three more players, including second year wide receiver CD Lamb, to the COVID nineteen list. And they went to a virtual format on Sunday and Monday after because, uh, because on um, on Sunday they found out prior to taking the field for their second preseason game that their defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, and defensive tackle Carlos Watkins, they were sent home early due to um, interaction, you know, COVID uh, protocols. They had been in close contact with uh, a person who had, I guess, tested positive. So, again, that was defensive, um, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and defensive tackle Carlos Watkins that were sent home. Lamb, um, safety Malik Hooker, and Israel uh, Makuma, they were added to the reserve COVID-19 list on Monday. Um, but, you know, like I said, we can only, they can only, you know, deal with it as it comes. So we shall see. We shall see. One thing I feel confident about, though, the fact that the league was able to make it through, you know, the 16-game season last year, you know, we have added another game this year, taking away a preseason game. But I do feel confident that the NFL will be able to successfully get through the season. Um, ladies, what are what are your thoughts about that, uh, about being able to complete and go through a Super Bowl this 2021 20, uh, season, Terry. Oh, I'm just keeping fingers crossed that we're gonna make it through. Because <laughs> we, I'm just waiting. I can't wait for football to start. <laughs> I just can't wait. Definitely. Hey, Lou, how confident are you that we'll get through this season this year? I'm so confident. I'm so confident. 
It's going to be wonderful. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited, you know what I mean, because at least we know we're going to have the people out there, and that's going to help the players. You know, they need that encouragement and stuff. I hope I can get to go to a game or something, but I'm excited. Good, good, good. Melvin, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Nate, I see it in the house. Uh, I saw somebody else sneaking here. Niner Beto in the house, and I thank y'all so much for tuning into the show. And y'all hit us up on the timeline, too. How confident are you on a scale of 1 to 10 that we will make it through uh, successfully the 2021 uh, NFL season? Hey, if we made it through 2020, I think we can accomplish anything. Look at saying we, like I really have anything to do with it. Stop it now. The power of, the power of prayer. You better know it. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, so I saw this um, list. So for all, you know, football fans out there, you know, NFL Network, they do the top 100. And the NFL players are the ones who rank their peers in the top 100. And I believe it is this Saturday that it's going to be released, the order of the top 10. But we do know what players will be uh, in the top 10. JB, what's going on with you? My 49er brother. JB, I'm going to see you in Detroit still. Hit me up. Um, so the top 10 players in the NFL, they have been at least released. We just don't know the order. So, ladies, I'm going to give you a chance. If you want to grab a pen and some paper or grab a phone, if you want to write these names down or, or, or just uh, initials or something, I want to get your opinions on this, the top 10 here. All right. So I'm just doing it by alphabetical order right now. So okay. the top players. In the NFL, again, voted on by NFL players. They have voted on. Devontae Adams, wide receiver of Green Bay. Josh Allen, quarterback for Buffalo. Tom Brady, quarterback, Tampa Bay. Aaron Donald, defensive tackle, L.A. Rams. Derrick Henry, running back, Tennessee. DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, Arizona. Travis Kelsey, tight end, KC. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Kansas City. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for Green Bay. And T.J. Watt, linebacker, Pittsburgh. Okay. Y'all get those names, ladies? Got it. Okay. So my question, and again, this is from the player. Well, okay, we'll, we'll do it two ways. From the player's perspective, since they are the ones voting, who do you think they voted number one? We're going to find out Saturday. The, the, the order is going to be released on Saturday. But who do you think that they named number one? Um, what was this? I'm going to do the Jeopardy. And I hit us up on the timeline, too. Patrick Mahomes. Okay, what's he going to take? All right. Who is that? Miss Terry, you jumping the gun. Jumping that gun, I tell you. 
I'm basing it on the Super Bowl because that's that's what made him a better player anyway, the Super Bowl, you know. But uh but I, I feel like uh as an individual mm-hmm. Mahomes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Jared, you about to say something? No, no, I'm good. Oh, okay, okay. See, I'm taking it as an overall season, and we know that Tampa Bay started out horse. You know, they were, we, we were looking at Tampa Bay at first like, okay, this is the dream team that wasn't. I mean, you know, really was anybody expecting them to go to the Super Bowl their first year and win it, especially with it being in their backyard. I don't think anybody really thought that was going to happen. We all knew it was going to be, you know, um, uh, Guinness Book World Record, you know, phenomenon, you know. But I don't think anybody was really expecting that in the middle of the season. It was like, okay, yeah, see, so you can put all these pieces together, but, you know, can they really, does the chemistry really come together? And then, it's like, towards the end of the season, everything just started clicking. So I'm taking all that into consideration. So when you say that, you know, Brady had all this help, yeah, but at the beginning, you know, they weren't a cohesive team. And even Tom Brady himself was looking a little lackluster calling timeouts when he didn't even have any. That was so un Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been time for Tom to give it up. Yeah, that that is so true, uh, Tina. Because you know they did struggle. They, I mean, Tom Brady had some struggles. He yes, had some struggles, and you know, midpoint, he, you know, he he barely made it. He really crawled in there, but you know, at the end, he pulled it off. But right. yeah, he had some struggles. But we were still deciding whether or not he was gonna make it. Indeed, banged Indeed. up or not, he he pulled it through. Mhm. I don't know. But, you know, hey, we will find out Saturday. So uh, no, no votes for Aaron Rodgers, huh? Aaron, even though he's the MVP, he's not going to be number one? Nah. I so. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I bet he'll be in the top three, though. So y'all, y'all want to take a guess of the top three? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, who you think will be the third one? Who will be in the probably, top three? Probably our boy Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah, I'll say Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, probably. Because he, he, he performed. You got to give it to him. He played, you know. That's the BPFC. So, you know, you can't count him. And you got Aaron Donald sitting up there now. And, and y'all know I'm going to go backwards. Y'all, if Janelle would say I'm going backwards, keeping hope alive. You know, they didn't have Russell Wilson up, up in there. But, you know, he, he kind of flaked, uh, you know, as the season grew on. He started out stronger than a horse, and he just kind of faded. He, he, he kind of started fading, so I can't even, you know, a dream that he that he was in the top ten. Maybe he could have been, but then, like I said, there's there's different positions too. But most of these positions are uh, key bees, though, right? Most of them. Yeah. 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 So. That's what? One, two, three, four. Four out of ten are, are quarterbacks. Okay. Right. Yeah. Only two defensive players, really. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt. I have a feeling T.J. Watt's going to come in, too. That could be wrong. But, yeah, I think he's going to come in, too. But, yeah, four quarterbacks out of out of ten. So, But, uh, yeah, I, I think Brady, Mahomes, and probably Rodgers in the top three. But I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Donald is in the top three as well. So, But, like I said, we'll find out on Saturday. That is when they are going to um, announce or, or release the uh, top ten NFL uh, on, on NFL Network 
Um, you know, they do each and every year the 100 top players voted on by the players. So I always think that's what makes it even that more interesting because, you know, you get a chance to see how the players see themselves and, and what it is that they enjoy seeing and, and um, who they're, you know, rooting for or whatever. So we shall see. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. 15 days, count it, y'all, two weeks exactly from tomorrow. We will be at the start of the 2021 NFL All I had to get through that successfully and not run around the room. <laughs> what you say? Goodness, y'all. Can you believe it? We are almost there, y'all. We are almost there. Almost. We can see it. We can see it. So, yes, from today is 15 days. Um, let's see. So, tell you what. On that note, we're going to put a quick pin in it, and then I want to uh, – we're going to jump into a quick break. And then we're going to talk about it, um, NFL news and notes, and the slap heard around the world. What is going on in Pittsburgh? But we will talk about it and so much more. But before we get to the break, it's roll call time. Terry, are you with me? All the way live. Hey, Lou, what say you? Oh, yeah, we are. The church ain't going nowhere. Uh, I'm sorry. We're the ladies. We're not going anywhere. How about the church? Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> I had a flashback to her. Okay. When you say, are, we, are you with me, you know, they just make me go there, GP. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those nights. Y'all hold on. Okay, hold on tight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Triple threat in the house. Yeah, Harry, the Harry would say, TJ, the show is not over. <laughs> started. All right. We'll be right back after the break.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. It is the triple threat in the house. It is Aunt Lou. It is Terry. It is TJ in the house. I think I have ladies. Do I have you with me? Yes, you do. Yes. All right. Yeah, it's okay. All right, got everybody in the house. Nice. All right, so let's get to some of these NFL news and notes because um, just some um, man, uh, season ending season ending injuries. Uh, starters have been named, so let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, first off, as we just mentioned, NFL season kicks off 15 days from tonight. Commissioner Roger Goodell at the NFL wants. Bills, uh, will keep the Bills in Buffalo, uh, says that the league is focused on a new stadium in um, a public and private partnership. So, Buffalo Bills fans, no need to worry. I think the Bills are trying to play possum or trying to, um, I don't know what it is, maybe trying, well, yeah, try, try to play possum. But their current lease ends in 2023. But I think the ultimate goal is they're trying to get a new stadium, but they're threatening leaving the um what is that western uh new york area where wherever buffalo is sorry i didn't do good in geography but um the commissioner says that they are trying to keep the bills in buffalo all right and also in nfl news former wide receiver cliff branch and head coach dick vermeil have been selected as senior finalists and coach finalists for the pro football hall of fame class of 2022 all right. Kenny Cage, my brother from another mother. It was so good to see you this weekend. So good to see you, Kenny. All right. Okay, so some news here. Jacksonville Jaguars running back Travis ATN Jr. He has been placed on season-ending IR. He's going to miss the entire 2021 season and undergo surgery after suffering significant a significant tear in his foot um, in the loss. Uh, Monday loss at the Saints. So, ladies, it's just you hate to hear anybody going down, but when you hear a rookie, I mean, just hasn't even had his chance, hasn't had the chance to get his foot wet in the league going down with a season-ending injury. How, you know, how devastating um, is that news? Uh, Terry, we'll have you kick that off. That is, is, is very, you know, very heavy on the heart. Because, you know, like you say, they rookies, they haven't even got a chance to get their, you know, feet down. And it's just, and I can only, you know, imagine what's going through, you know, his head. Yeah. It's just, it's it's heartbreaking. It's mm. very heartbreaking. Yeah. Hey, Lou? I, I'm with Miss Terry. I've just it was too it was so many injuries on you know each team. I was you know just looking at it and, and some of them I didn't know about and I had to read up on it. But it's just like it's too early in the season and a lot of them are rookies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know I I, just, I I feel for them because you know this was their time to come out and outshine and stand and you know show what they made of and everything. You know. So I'm a little I'm a little sad for him, you know, and, that, and it was as mysterious as it was devastating. 
Yeah, you think about all that hard work, the effort, the sacrifice, the you know, just the waiting, praying, and, and you finally make it, and then you can't even make it to the regular season. With the you know, when you have a season, it's one thing to get hurt, but to be on IR, a season-ending injury, and then you just know that's rehab. That's you know, climbing um, back up the ladder, you know, and. Um, your rookie season, so we just hate to hear that for him. But prayers for a speedy recovery, um, full recovery, and, um, so, you know, he gets back on to the field. we are recovering. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, you hate to hear that. Uh, but also for Jacksonville, Coach Urban Meyer, he has named his quarterback thus far. So he has said that rookie quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence will be the starter for week one. So he beat out Gardner Minshew for the starting position so far. So we shall see. Uh, Sad news for your Falcons, Terry. Uh, Backup quarterback, A.J. McCarron, out for the season. He suffered a torn ACL in Saturday's preseason game. Um, The team did sign quarterback Josh Rosen. Uh, We had actually recently released him. So, man, um, your thoughts, Terry, on your your backup going down? You know, we kind of – Talked about this. Janelle was talking about this last week. Uh, you know, with the the backups not looking too too promising. You know, in the in the preseason games. Yeah. But how do you feel? Right now, you know, the Falcons is just really they looking scary to me. And you know, and for the um, backup quarterback for him, you know, for him to go down, but you know, for us to lose him. And it's just not looking it's just not looking good. But I'm keep fingers crossed that things gonna turn around. But right mm. now it's not looking good for the Falcons at all. Mm. Now would you happen uh-uh. to be referring to how they've been looking in the first two preseason games? That yes. Yes. Because, okay. you know, they they just haven't been looking good. They just look a little rock they look rocky to me. So, okay. you know, hopefully things will turn around. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I put, I use it, put it in those terms. It just look rocky. Okay, all right. Um, hey, Lou, did you want to comment on the, the backup quarterback for the Falcons going down? Yeah, I'm just in like Miss Terry. You know, you just don't wish that on anyone. You know, we know they're going to have injuries, you know, throughout the year and then as the season progresses, but, you know, Starting out, it's kind of that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, you you hate to hear that. You really, really do. All right, so let's see here uh, for the Patriots. The, the New England Patriots they traded running back Sony Michelle to the L.A. Rams. The Patriots will receive a conditional fifth and sixth round pick. So Sony Michelle off to sunny California, being traded. Uh, we do know that the Rams lost their uh, running back to season-ending injury. So a uh, good pickup for them. We'll have to see how, you know, how Sonny fits into uh, – I'm sorry, how Sonny fits into the, um, you know, Rams scheme of things. But they are a pretty heavy-running team. So as long as he can stay healthy, I think that's going to be a good pickup. And, you know, you can never have too many picks when it comes down to draft picks, you know, for, for any team. So I guess the Patriots um, – you know, they got what they needed, and Rams are getting what they what they need. All right, Chicago Bears. Let's talk about it. And Karen just asked about how do we feel about what the what the um, 
Bears are going to do with Justin Fields. Coach Nagy has confirmed with the Nagy. Coach Nagy, I'm sorry, Nagy. Um, he has confirmed on yesterday that quarterback, that for it, roll call, drum roll, Andy Dalton will be the team's starting quarterback week one. Now, Justin Fields, he is going to start the preseason finale um, when they meet the Titans this Saturday, but he has already called it. Andy Dalton will be the Chicago Bears quarterback starting week one. Ladies, have you had a chance to watch Justin Fields in the preseason, though? No, I have not. Neither have I. Neither have you? Okay. Well, let me just be the first to say, I do believe that the Chicago Bears have finally found them a franchise quarterback. Barring injury, I think Justin Fields wants to go down as the best quarterback that the Chicago Bears have had in history. We know one thing that the Bears are known for. It's defense. Even the 1985 Bears, when they won Super Bowl shuffle, all that. Um, It wasn't the quarterback that got them to the Super Bowl. Now, Sweetness, Walter Payton, (laughs) he had a lot to do with it. But we do know the quarterback. Oh, what was it? Uh, Jim, Jim, uh, Jim McMahon? Some reason that doesn't sound right. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, they have really been searching for a consistent. Well, they did have Jay Cutler. But Jay Cutler seems to say hurt too much. I don't know. I don't know. Chicago Bears fans, y'all hit me up. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. If I I, uh, over exaggerating here, but I don't think so. But with that being said, for the coach to go with quarterback Andy Dalton, I think it is a blessing in disguise. Now, we just talk about injuries, right? We never want to see anyone go down in injury. But when you know that the offensive line is lacking, whether it be in talent, whether it be in size, whether it be a combination, <laughs> if you know that the quarterback you have does not have a healthy line in front of them, that can only mean disaster for your quarterback. Now, Justin Fields is a mobile quarterback. He can get himself out of out of situations. He can extend plays. He can run the ball down the field. Um, so he's going to be an asset. But I, a lot of people say that this is the wrong decision, that if the Chicago Bears are wanting to win, they need to put Justin Fields, you know, they just need to go ahead and make him the starter. But what good is Justin Fields if he's injured, whether it be for six games, two games, whole season? And I think if you don't have the proper um, team around him that can keep him upright, even though it's Get out of the pocket, you know. Um, there's only so much a quarterback can do. So in my personal opinion, I think that Coach Nagy is doing the right thing by starting Andy Dalton. Get him out there, allow Justin Fields the opportunity to sit, learn, feel, you know, go through the playbook, practice, give him a chance to practice with the first team and all of that. But when it comes time to game action, I think Andy Dalton should be the one starting. And um, let's see how far he can get through the season. Um, 
before they have to. Okay, so, 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 go ahead, Tina, so you just said that um, Andy Dahl, he's just going to be out there for the first week. So is he going to be out there for more than the first week, or is they just sign him for the first week and then they're going to bring um, Justin on? No. Because I would think that he, he would need to um, – he would need to, Andy should be out there more than two weeks if right. Justin is, is, you know, if he's starting. I mean, not, no, not if Justin is starting. Andy should be out there more than more than two weeks. I mean, more than a week. Mm-hmm. That's correct. No, they're saying that he's the starting quarterback. So basically, there was a quarterback competition and Andy Dalton won. So he's going to be the Bears okay. starting okay. quarterback until he either gets pulled or gets injured. All right. Thank you for clarifying that. That's why you are TJ. <laughs> That's why we make such a wonderful team. All right. That's what the show is about. It's about educating the females on court. Yes. That's what we do here. So, yes. Yeah, so, Andy Dalton is the foreseeable uh, quarterback for the future of the Chicago Bears. So, basically, until Andy gets hurt or he just does so awful that they are forced to put, um, you know, Justin Fields in. And um, let's see, you ladies, you haven't um, been able to catch any of the Bears games. It is so obvious how the whole fan base, everybody feels um, in Chicago about the quarterback situation. Anytime Andy Dalton is on the field, he's booed. I mean, literally, boos are raining down. Um, we know that with the oh, – wow. um, with only having three preseason games this year, you know, normally when we had four – um, the third preseason game would basically be like a dress rehearsal, and you would see your starters out on the field, usually up until like the third quarter, and then they would get pulled. Well, because, again, there's only three preseason games. Uh, preseason game two was kind of like the dress rehearsal for any team who decided to put their starters out. A lot of teams, I guess, you know, seeing this injury bug or whatever, they are a little hesitant to put their starters out. So for those of them who, for those organizations who did choose to start their starters, they did play pretty much the whole first half. And it was like eight minutes left in the second quarter. Bears were about to go out on the field. Now, mind you, they were down, I think it was 27 to nothing. So it was it was a bad game. But, I mean, the boos were just horrific for poor Andy. I, I'm glad they call him the Red Rifle. And I hope he has a, a ton of armor around his skin because <laughs> it would mess with anybody's head. But, I mean, they just booed him until they got off the field. And then when Justin Fields came in, you would have thought it was the second coming of Jesus. That is, I, I know that stadium was actually rocking. It had to be the way they were just cheering for him. So, you know. And I think fans, that is just so rude. I know, right? It's just so rude, you know, to be boo. You think about, you know, if you was out there, whatever, you know, your event is, and, you know, and someone just, time you walk out on the field, and they just boo you, you know. That that is just so rude. I don't know why people do that. And they and he served them in the past, and y'all gonna treat him like that? Well, this is his first year with the team. Knows what he said, past. Well, this this is well, this is his first time out there. This is Andy Dalton. This is his first year with the Bears. Yes, he was the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys last season. So this is okay, his first. Okay, and they booed and booing him like that. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah, they really they're excited about Justin Fields. They really are. Well, they did Jesus like that. You know, they one minute they love him, the next minute they say crucify him. You never know. What if that? What if that? 
what if that boy get injured or something and then they're going to have to have to need him? I would hope they would humble themselves and apologize. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how long Andy, you know, lasts out there on the field. But I, I just hope that it's not due to injury, why Andy's pulled, you know. But like I said, if it's... If the preseason is any indication, though, Andy, he wasn't looking too good. I ain't going to lie to you. But, again, the offensive line is absolutely horrific. So when you have a playmaker behind center, like Justin Fields, you know, like I said, who can extend plays, who can move the ball with his feet, um, who has a, an electric arm, um, he, it's exciting to watch. And, and I, I understand the anticipation that the Chicago Bears fans that they feel. Because, like I said, that's a long time. 1985 was the last time they won a Super Bowl. And um, that's the last time they had a relevant quarterback. But uh, still, you know, we're all human, and we have feelings. But we'll see. We shall see. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies on LL Sports Two. All right. So for the Denver Broncos, Coach Dick Fangio, he is named their starting quarterback. They are going with Teddy Bridgewater. He won the starting job for the Broncos. Um, for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Coach Zach Taylor, he says that quarterback Joe Burrow, he will play limited snaps in Sunday's preseason finale versus the Dolphins with all of the injuries happening. I don't know why they would be willing to put him out there, but he has been out. Uh, we all know he went out, I think it was week six or seven of the season last year, so it's been a minute since he's been out on the field. I'm sure they just want to get his feet wet playing against another team, um, you know, getting uh, outside of, of practice um, play and then they'll call it a day for Joe Burrow. Uh, let's see, for the Giants, uh, their running back, Saquon Barkley, um, he said that he missed practice today. He was attending a personal matter, but he will be returning to the team on tomorrow. And tight end Kyle Rudolph, he said to return to practice. He missed all of training camp after undergoing um, foot surgery. All right? Uh, for the Colts, quarterback Carson Wentz, they are optimistic about his week one return. Uh, he did practice on Monday. He took all the first team reps seven-on-seven work. Um, We all remember that Carson Wentz had surgery to remove a broken bone in his left foot three weeks ago. Uh, For the Carolina Panthers, uh, the team and wide receiver Robbie Anderson, they reached a deal. Deal for two years, $29.5 million. That's an extension. And 20.5 of that is guaranteed. Uh, Bad news for the Jets, defensive end Benny Curry. He is out for the season. Um, with an undisclosed medical procedure. And for the Vikings, good news for them, they re-signed defensive end Everson Griffin. Uh, through 2010 to through 2019, Griffin had 74 and a half sacks for the Vikings. And uh, Griffin, he actually admitted in a recent interview that he regretted leaving uh, the Vikings for free agency. Going after the money, you know, money doesn't always make you happy. So, Shout out to Everson for being able to return home. And for the Tennessee Titans, Coach Mike Vrabel, uh, he did test positive for coronavirus. The team spent last week in Tampa. They were practicing uh, with the Bucks before their game on Saturday. But um, all of the Titans coaches that were in contact, or I'm sorry, all of the Titans coaches, coaches who have been in contact with players, they have been vaccinated. So that's the good news. Um, but Mike Vrabel, did test positive, and so now he will be quarantining for the next uh, 10 days. Won't be with the team. And wide receiver A.J. Brown for the Titans, he's expected to be ready for week one. Coming back from a knee injury, he's been sidelined um, 
during uh, practice, pre-practice. All right? All right, ladies, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Uh, Terry, have you still been watching Hard Knocks? No, I didn't watch it this week. Okay, did you watch it last week? Yeah, I watched it last week. That's the, I think that's the week that I was talking about. Um, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name already. Thank you. Jack Prescott, thank you, Elliot. Um, no, um, Jack. Yeah, Jack Prescott. Yeah. What I was talking about, the shoulder, about, about the arm. Okay. And I was going right. and I was like, uh uh-uh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just wondering, because I was going to ask that question, I was wondering, you know, as far as, you know, uh, the Cowboys, you know, as far as their season started out, you know, with that, since, you know, they, you know, want to reserve him as far as, you know, using that arm, you know. Mm-hmm. What What is the season going to look like, you know, starting out? Hoping that he doesn't, you know, since we have so many injuries, that mm-hmm. he doesn't get, you know, re-injured you know, after going through the surgery and everything, and then now, you know, he's having shoulder, uh, a shoulder injury, a sprain. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, when we talked last week, I didn't know if you had seen episode one or two, because I know Janelle had only seen episode one at the time, and so now they're on episode three. So I didn't know which one you had seen. Oh, okay. But, yeah, if you saw last week, then, yeah, last week was worse than, than week one. But, um and yeah. and last night was, Lord have mercy. I just, it is harder and harder to watch this series. But I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on pushing on. But I do think that. Uh, uh, okay. uh-uh. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that either they are being overly cautious with Zach, or they might be a little concerned with with uh, his readiness for week one. I mean, because they didn't even feature him in the in the, in the series last night, which is a little concerning. No throwing, no uh, running, no uh, training, nothing. He was he was just basically a avatar. Anytime either he was speaking, it was just a little you know thirty second quote in a in a meeting room, or he was jabbing another teammate, you know, joking with another teammate. But other than that, no feature of Dak Prescott. So, like I said, I don't know if they're just trying to keep it under wraps, uh, but we all know that he's coming off of that severe ankle injury. His foot was going in the wrong direction uh, with, uh, last last year, broken ankle, uh, ligaments in his ankle, and now he's dealing with a shoulder sprain. So I just, I don't know. But the Cowboys, they go as Dak goes. And so... It would make, you know, nothing yeah. would make it happier than for the cowgirls to still be irrelevant. You know, they always say that they're going to do something and then end up laying an egg. So, I mean, I'm not going to be too devastated. <laughs> but. <laughs> but, Tina, I think it's more, I think it's more of a concern. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a concern. They're just not really saying a whole lot about it. But, you know, them having him out there and they don't want him, you know, like last week he was, you know, trying to move around in the pocket, you know. Mm-hmm going from side to side of that, but they, you know, they didn't want him to throw or anything, attempt to throw. So I think it's more of a concern okay. as to, you know, 
if he's going to re-injure himself, you know, as far as, you know, starting out. Because mm-hmm. we just have too many injuries for, you know, football get ready to start, you know. That is true. That's true. Well, like I just said, 15 days, and we will see. It's going to be time to, to blank or get off the clock. We'll see. We'll see what's going on with Dak in, 14, in 15 days, okay? <laughs> Yes, because the Cowboys kick off the season with the Bucks Thursday night, September mm. the 9th. Anyway, all right, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, ladies, the slap heard around the world. Ladies, have you heard about this story, about the fight that happened at the Detroit Lions-Pittsburgh Steelers preseason game two this weekend? No. No, I did. Okay. Well, let me see if I can give you a visual of what happened in the stands in Pittsburgh on was Saturday night, I believe. Yes, Saturday night. So, there's fans in the stands. Um, there is a black gentleman in one row, the row directly behind him. There is a family or friends, whoever, of a group of white people. There's an argument that ensues. There's a, well, there's a heated discussion that ensues. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, I definitely recommend that you go to YouTube. All you have to type in fight uh, Pittsburgh, and it's going to automatically come up. My name is just type in fight, and it's going to come up. So um, they're saying that the woman could be yelling uh, she was heard yelling something like, set up and get the F out, um, and other terms, words. Uh, the woman apparently made contact with the gentleman. So we have a white woman and a black man in a heated discussion. She's cursing at him. Her finger's in his face. He says, get your finger out my face, and he might have swatted. At her hand, I don't know too many people who are going to be okay with a stranger putting their fingers in their face, okay. Watch at her hand. She raises her voice. And then she promptly slaps that man in his face. What? The black man what? then catches himself, um, does not hit her, does not strike her. He lunges, but he doesn't. Then the gentleman that the, that the woman is with, he is going to take up for his woman. So him and now, the white man and the black man are now, they are face-to-face. They tussle. Bottom line, the white man got knocked out. He is not cold as his feet. Think over. I'm looking at it right now, TJ. I cannot believe it. <laughs> Wait, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. He is still in the middle. Trying to get her blows in, or you know, trying to I get I don't know what she's trying to do, but she's still in the middle of it. He does, I think when I look at it, I think he did swing. If he didn't swing, he definitely pushed the woman. Um the man regains consciousness, he kinda of wobbles up to his feet. He's still hanging in there for his woman. And he sit back down, because he gets pushed back down. And then finally, you know, people come over and try to get into the middle of, you know, the 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 uh, uh, interaction. 
Now, the update that I've heard is that the Pittsburgh police say that they've launched an investigation into the incident, and this is all TMZ. You know, if anybody knows the information, it's TMZ. Uh, they told TMZ Sports um, that the cops are actively working with Hinesville security on the matter. Now, I had heard previously that they did escort the, uh, the black man out of the um, stadium, but that was incorrect. According to all of the reports that I'm reading, no one was, like, made to leave um, the stadium. So if anybody knows anything about that, please correct me, you know, if I'm wrong. Um, Jimmy Coker, all right, Will, um, thank you for tuning in to the show. How about that? Feel about my 49ers. Hmm, how about that? Um, well, anyway, so um, and the police, they, they also added that they are asking anyone with information, and then they've given a phone number. So, um, like I said, now the now viral video, it has definitely gone viral. And, um, you know, like I said, that's uh, pretty much, you Google it, you, it will come up, and you can see it for yourself. But it's a blog, DJ. Can I say something? Oh, yes. Go, uh, go right ahead. Yes, yeah, she's a blonde, but she started to fight. And the man, the black man was just defending himself, but he beat the white boy down. I wasn't mad with him. But I can't believe it would give her the audacity to think that she can just go slap somebody. Can you can you answer that for me? Yeah, I, and they investigating the fight. The video basically shows everything. It's nothing hidden from it, you know. He was surrounded by a lot of white people. I thank God that he, he got out of there alive and people was pulling him away and stuff. But it's just like, are you serious? I know that's, that's a rhetorical question right there. I'm going to let Terry jump in here to give her thoughts, and then I have a question for you, ladies. What's up, Marty? First of all, I'm going to say that this was a godly man. He had to be a godly man with this lady carrying on like this and putting her finger all in his face. And I guess she just felt, you know, for him not to swing or punch her in the face um, is my first thought. But for her, maybe she just thought that she could act like that because there was probably more white people around. And then she had her man with her so she could figure, okay, I can say whatever, you know, and my man is going to defend me. Yes, and I don't fault the man for beating him down because my train of thought now just hearing it, I think I would I would have hit her, you know. Me and her probably would have been fighting. So it, it was, you know, it grew, whatever, whatever it transpired, you know, to, to cause them to, you know, to be arguing, then mm-hmm. she had no right of putting her finger all in his face. You know, that's offensive, you know, when you're trying to talk to someone, and apparently he was going to try to reason with her, you know, whatever the situation was, but for her to be putting her finger, you know, finger, waving her finger in his face, and she probably was all up in his face, uh, sitting on him and everything, you know, as she was talking. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would have handled that. You know, mm-hmm. you never know until you actually put in a situation but my train of thought right now is that I probably would have punched her. Okay. Now, are you saying that you would have hit her, you being Terry, or if you were the man? If I, if he, I was the man, yeah, okay. I probably would have hit her, you know, because mm-hmm. of what she's doing. And then I can just see, I haven't watched the video, but I can just see her mannerism. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. picturing how 
she was, you know, standing in his face and, you know, putting her finger all in his face. And, you know, she probably was just throwing her head and, you know, and everything. And, you know, I got my man here with me, so I can just do what I want to do. I ain't worried about, you know, nobody hitting me or jumping on me. Amen. Amen. Say that again, Lou. He needs to press charges because cause she, she, she started it. She initiated She slapped him, you know, mm-hmm. just with the slap. But the, the, boy, the boyfriend ain't got a leg to stand on because, you know, he should sit down. He really should. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was actually going to be my question. Did, I mean, would that, if that man would have hit that woman, I mean, would you have had a problem with it? No. What do you mean? No. 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 Well, she slapped him, TJ. She slapped him. First, she put her hand in his face. Then she slapped him. It's like she was asking for what, but 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 he still didn't hit her. Maybe because he was taught not to hit women. But he beat her boyfriend down. I tell you. <laughs> That's, That's a man, right? He had nope. to be a man yeah. of God. You know, he had to be a man of God not to, you know, to hit her. You know, I know the word of God says, you know, you turn the other cheek. But, you know, when someone just, you know, just constantly just at you when you're trying to, you know, walk away, you're trying to be at peace, you know, you got to think about that. Yeah, I am, you know, I'm the first one that, you know, I, I, I try not to bring, you know, race into an issue, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. But in this situation here, Totally wrong, but I honestly feel like this is another example of these, those people who believe or think that they live in and have always lived under the umbrella of white privilege. I don't know where in the world you think you can mm-hmm. be, and you're in a conversation with someone. Now I also think that she probably does this with her man. She's probably used to just slapping her man in, in the face like this. But baby, let me tell you something: you're gonna come against the wrong one, and she almost did. Who in the right yeah. gives you? Who gives you the right to put your hands on another person? I, you know, and, and a lot of people say, well, you know, you're not supposed to fight women. And no, you're not supposed to fight women. Please don't get this. this I ain't saying that all men need to go beating up on women. But let me tell you something, women. You keep putting yourselves in positions like you a man, and you're going to find out what a man is going to do. Okay? And, well, thank you. A woman ain't supposed to be trying to fight That's a man both like you. that. She be doing that. I mean, when she said, I mean, it was. The people that were recording it, they were like, oh, you you could tell they were even like, oh, my goodness. And they were even uh, impressed with the fact that the man didn't, you know, he ran back, but he did not hit her. But then when that man got in there, oh, he was on. He was on like Donkey Kong and uh, uh, the Kong won. Okay, Donkey got knocked out. And she pushed him. She pushed him more than her man because when he knocked her man down, she came over there trying to push him with her arm. Yeah. Yeah, and now, like I said, I think he did make mm-hmm. that attack on, but at, at that point, it's, you know, it's all fair game. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, ladies. I would have had absolutely no problem if he would have put his hands on there because I don't care what somebody says to you. You don't go around slapping people. You don't do that. You really don't. You really don't. That's what I'm saying. And then, but, but especially to have the black and white dynamic, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, come on now. Come on now. I'm not, I'm not saying that she wouldn't have done it if it would have been a white man, but uh, we, we won't know. How about that? We won't know. 
Um, but yeah, I, I commend that brother. I really do. And if they try to bring charges against him, I would try to go and get the best lawyer because that, to me, that's self defense. That woman has no right putting her hand, slapping that man in his face. And if you know, if your, your right. man want to, you know, jump Judy, well, he should have known he couldn't fight. He should he should have just pulled her down, <laughs> or took her out, and be like, look, we you're not gonna embarrass me like. This. And if he is still with that woman, somebody might need to um, uh, take him to, to the psych ward because you ain't gonna get me knocked out on uh, national. I mean, he this is viral, the whole world. Yeah. Oh, well, just that beat oh, yeah. down. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of him, though, because he had to defend himself. You know what I mean? Because it, exactly. it looked like she pushed him uh, when it started. She pushed him, and he he was, like, pushing her hand back. But, see, she she initiated everything. But to slap him, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. you just you can't be going around. Words, you can do words all day long, you know what I'm saying? Words, are, you know, but you start putting your hands on somebody. That's uh-uh. You've gone entirely too far, and I don't care if it's a woman. If a woman trying to fight a man, guess what can happen? You might learn why you're not a man. Okay. On that note, we're gonna jump to a quick break, and on the outside of this, it's gonna be time, and it's gonna be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Loosen lyrics will be up right after the break. Triple threat in the house. Terry, Aunt Lou, and TJ. We'll be right back after the break.
yeah. Sounds of Aaliyah. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Well, you already know. I said it before the break. But the clock on the wall tells you what time it is. It is time. It is time. For the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Evening, LL Sports 2. Well, week two of the preseason is completed. And two of our teams were defeated. The Dolphins beat the Falcons 37-17. to The Falcons starters were resting on the scene. Falcons coach Arthur Smith said, It's time to develop players while they were beat by the Dolphins slayers. The Seahawks were slaughtered by the Broncos 30-3. to Teddy Bridgewater was the key. Seahawks' main stars went through pre-game warm-up before sitting, and their backups fought without quitting. Congratulations, 49ers, for beating the Chargers 15-10. to Y'all came out determined to win. Rookie QB Trey Lance's performance was like a roller coaster, but he stayed the course like bread in a toaster. He outperformed Garoppolo, throwing two touchdowns, you know. There were a lot of injuries overall, some big and some small. I'm just thrilled that we will see live football, even in the midst of this get vaccinated pandemic, y'all. <laughs> better do it. All right now. Wonderful job. Wonderful job as always. Always. Uh, I've got some, some listeners on uh, the timeline here. Dale says uh, when when he KO'd him, the next man cautiously approached him. He sure did. He sure did. <laughs> the other dude didn't, not, didn't run up on him, that's for sure. And Harold says, Harold, this is the problem. White people are overstepping their boundaries and are acting out on black people. Trump has set the tone and opened the door, and they feel empowered to step to us. But we are not our ancestors. We hit back. Thank you. <laughs> you better say it. Better say it. You better say something, TJ, before you move. Do you remember that song? Try Jesus. Don't try me, because I hit. <laughs> Have y'all heard that song? Hey, Lou, you over there making up now? You ain't over there no, making up. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised y'all haven't heard it. Type in the song, Try Jesus, because basically he said, y'all better try Jesus and not try him, because he hits and he fights back. It's a song. Oh. Oh, yeah, y'all need to hear that's your homework. It. Look, that's y'all homework for next week. <laughs> All right. Sarah, we, we have to look at All right. Yeah, we're going to look that one up. Okay. All right, y'all. But, yes, everybody's saying that uh, they, they would not have had a problem if, if Brother Man would have would have struck back. But that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I really am because, you know, some things just should not happen. 
All right, y'all. So tell you what, we are going to move to some hardwood news and notes here, basketball. Um, real quick, though, I, I was kind of, I was really sad when I heard this news, though. But, um, ladies, have you heard that the parents of Seth and uh, Steph Curry are divorcing after 33 years? Yes, ma'am. Oh, no. I, I didn't hear that. No. The wife is filing for the divorce. She's only 55. He's 57. I've been reading up on him. Yes. Yes. So, Sonia and Dale Curry, they are ending their marriage. Uh, People Magazine confirmed it. They are the parents of NBA stars Stephen and Seth Curry, and they also have a daughter, Sidell. Um, correct, St. Louis, she's 55. She is filing for divorce. I'm sorry? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, the pair, they met back at Virginia Tech University, uh, and they married in 1988. Um, they released a statement. Um, says, I quote, after exploring a trial separation over the past year and much thoughtful consideration, we have decided to end our marriage. As this comes with a great deal of sadness, our focus and desire is for our family's continued happiness. Um, we are so thankful for all the many blessings and successes. We stay committed to and supportive of our children and grandchildren and will remain on connected paths. We ask that our privacy be respected and prayer for our family as we move forward, end quote. So, yeah, 33 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Well, apart, you know, you grow apart after the kids leave most of the time if you don't keep the fire burning. Yeah, but, you know, the kids been grown for a long time. Long mm-hmm. time. So, but like you said, you know, people do grow apart, you know, whether it's three years, 33 years, you know, you just, you know when you know. And, um, you know, what I commend, though, I mean, they, they did a trial separation uh, over a year. But, you know, one thing I, I, I don't know, I mean, I've, I've never been married, so I can't speak on divorce. I speak on marriage, but I think I can speak on just reality, maybe. Um, I think sometimes, you know, it's on the wall. It's try. Because I know a lot of times when somebody's got some background noise. Maybe put your phone on mute, please. Miss Terry, mute your phone, girl. Oh. <laughs> but, um... You know, you can separate. Um, because I know, I know divorce is hard. Uh, but, um, but, you know, being a child of uh, parents who divorced, um, you know, it was the best thing for my family. I know that. Um, probably knew it. I'm not going to say I knew it before they knew it, but I knew it. And, um, you know, a lot of times parents stay together for the kids. But when you do that, it's, Kids know, and um, you know sometimes it can it can hinder them. It can it can uh, worsen their outlook on life, love, relationships. You know it can it can really turn you know some some kids away from it. Um, but you know uh, I just always feel like the two people are moving in the same direction. You're not always going to be on the same page at the same time. I I, I do know that love is is shifting. You know, when you first fall in love, the love is there and everything. I think love shifts, and one person 
may be in love with someone a little bit more at times, and then it shifts, and the other person may be a little bit more in love, but the love is still there. And like I said, I feel like if two people are moving in the same direction, you can handle anything. You can work out anything. Um, but if you're not, you start trying to force things. The words of Teddy P. Time to let it go. Looks like another love. <laughs> All right now. But, uh, Time to let him go, go, go. Cause you just know, no, no. Thirty-three years. Yeah, but you know, you know, you hate to hear, you know, people that's been together, you know, for that long. Um, and you see them, you know, always see them together at their, you know, kids game, and they just look so happy and, you know, and in love. But that's the show um, that you never know. You know, don't uh, judge a book by its cover. You never know what's going on. And, you know, and marriage is a beautiful thing, but you've got to work together. And it's not all hunky-dory the way people say it is. You know, you have your ups and downs. And then sometimes, you know, a lot of times, it's, it's something like you said, the um, parents stay together, you know, for the kids because they don't want, you know, the kids to grow up um, thinking that marriage is a terrible thing, you know, and, you know, trying to get the kids through school. And, but, you know, once they go to college, and a lot of times when they do leave home, you know, the parents separate. You know, I wish them the best if, you know, and that they made the, the right decision. They know what's, you know, best for them. And, you know, that, and, you know, even though the kids are grown, that it doesn't, you know, affect their careers, you know, going and forward. Married. You know, and they're married. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I just, I just wish them the best. And then, you know, nobody knows, you know, they can see you being happy on the, on the outside, but they don't know what's going on behind closed doors. They don't know what's going on in your life, you know, mm-hmm. as a whole. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't be quick to judge a person when you hear, you know, they're going through a divorce. Right, right. You never know what it what it was. And it seems like it's amicable. That's the, that's the beauty of it, too. You know, it doesn't seem like it's bitter. You know, it just seems like something that they've, you know, come to together. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, the first, you know, when I first heard it, I'm like, wow. You know, you would think that once you make it through those playing days, that has to be hard on any wife of an athlete. You know what those wives are dealing with when their husband is playing, playing in a, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a league, NBA, right. NFL, whatever it is. So, you know, you would think like, dang, if they can make it through that time period and get over that obstacle, you know, you would think that it would be, you know, kind of, I guess, smooth sailing. But you never know. You never know what happened in those years. And, you know, but as long as as long as they're both happy, I, I commend them for doing doing what's best for them. Because a lot of people hey. say for other people, whether it be kids, society, family, uh, you know, how it looks. You know, mm-hmm. ain't nobody live your life but you. And if you I'm are unhappy. But you, you got to be happy. You got to get out. Only mm-hmm. you can make you happy. Mm-hmm. Someone else cannot make you happy. They can be an mm-hmm. asset to fight. But if you are not whole by yourself, mm-hmm. maybe guess what? You're going to be broke, in half, unfulfilled with somebody else. Come on now. 7-826-7924. All right, so. <laughs> now, like, um, uh, 
Mary, Mary, Mary say she writes that check with a whole bunch of zeros, but when she get behind closed doors and knees hit that floor, come yep. on now. You better mm-hmm. say it. You better say it. Praying. All right. Come on. All right. Uh, one more quick story. Uh, see if we can we can get to this. So New York Knicks center Nerlens Noel. I don't know if you ladies have heard. What's up, Tom? Um, if you ladies have heard this, but he is filing a lawsuit against his former agent, who would happen to be Rich Paul. If that name sounds familiar, it should, because he is the same person who manages one LeBron James and a plethora of other uh, NBA athletes. But Nerlens Noel, he has filed a lawsuit against um, Rich Paul and the firm Clutch Sports. This was on Monday, claiming he lost. $58 million in potential salary while he was represented by Paul from 2017 to 2020. So the gist of it is, um, in the lawsuit, so Noel is saying that Paul, Paul advised him um, to pass on the $70 million offer and accept a one-year deal so he could be an unrestricted free agent the following year, um, when he said that he could get Noel a more lucrative contract. So let me back up here a bit. The Dallas Mavericks, they were going to offer uh, Noel a $70 million deal. But Rich Paul was saying, no, just take the one-year deal, and um, that way you can be an unrestricted free agent, and then you can cash in after that one year, which is what plenty of athletes do. Okay, so he took that advice. So he eventually turned down the deal, and he signed the one-year qualifying offer of $4.1 million. Well, guess what also can happen in that year? You can get injured. So the following season, Noel broke his thumb, and he missed 42 games, and, of course, his numbers dropped. Dallas didn't resign him. Um, he played the next two seasons for OKC. He made the league minimum, 3.7, um, and then he played his last season for the Knicks, that last year and making $5 million. So, um, of course, nowhere near the $70 million. And also, Noel remained with uh, Rich Paul for all four of those contracts, so the $5 million, the 3.7, and the 4.1. So Noel claims that in the lawsuit that Clutch didn't make him a priority when he was a free agent, wasn't responsive to teams looking to sign him as a free agent, and failed to execute a multi-year deal with the Thunder that he was told was in the works. Now, Noel did fire Paul last season after signing with the Knicks. Um, after starting 41 games with the Knicks and playing, you know, defense, um, had a pretty average, um, you know, average standing with the Knicks. But he did sign a three-year deal um, that guarantees him $27.7 million going forward. Um, also another $4.1 in possible incentive. So he's looking at a little under $35 million. But, ladies, my question who is to blame that Noel didn't make his money? Hey, Lou, what do you think? I would, um, you know, if he tell, if he advise, well, he advised you. I mean, so he's partly the blame, I think. But you yourself need to make that decision. You know what I mean? 
Because a lot of times people, you know, they have ulterior motives for why they don't want you to get what you need or whatever, you know. And, you know, they're supposed to advise us, but we got to go with what we feel. So I'll say both part, you know, both of them are, because he should have taken it. And then this guy, you know, for telling him not to, you know, because, you know, everybody ain't wise and they counseling, you know, especially mm-hmm. if it's not going to benefit them. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna put a pin in that real quick. I'm gonna come back to that. Siri, who's to blame? I think that he is to blame. I don't think. Uh, I mean, that's just like with me. I can advise or I can make a suggestion. Say, okay, well, Tina, I think you should do this, or Tina, I think you should take this job offer and not this job offer, even though this job offer may be paying more, but you got more. Uh, benefits if you take this job, um, and it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to take that job. But don't take the job with the lesser pay because of more benefits. And when you could have got all your benefits, the money on the top, if you had taken the second job offer, and then come back and say, "Okay, with well, Terry, it's your fault." Mm-hmm. No, he has a mind of his own, and. Apparently, money didn't play such a big factory in his decision for him to take the one year. So I think it's his fault because we can all make suggestions. You know, we can all make suggestions and say, well, this is what I think you should do. No, no, man, go do this. Go do that. Or go buy this Mercedes Benz um, and, you know, not this this car over here. But Mm -hmm. that's a decision you have to and you have to make that decision. Go into your prayer closet, do whatever you need to do, meditate and say, Okay, you know, I'm I'm tossing I'm um tossing between this this idea and this idea. Which contract should I take? You know, that's mm, Okay. So I I love this. You both you ladies are on each side of the each side of the aisle here. And at the end of the day now, I am paying you. So, hey, Lou, you know, when you say you don't know a person, so yeah. the more they make, the more I'm going to make. Right. So what, uh, I just don't know why he didn't, you know, he wouldn't encourage him to go with the $70 million. I mean, because, yeah, you know, injuries, I mean, life is not promised to any of us, you know, but but, but yeah. if he had it, you know what I mean? So. I personally would have just jumped on it with a. But I would ask for his advice, but I think I would have jumped on it because you know, factoring in injuries and you know, just the way the world is is right now, you know, I to get get all my money up front, get what all get all I can get, you know. So Miss Terry is right with you know with saying that that is more of his fault. I do believe, but my thing is, uh, he said you were saying something that that the guy was um, was you know uh, you know there was uh, he. he you said that he said that that the, his agent was promising him even other deals other than that seventy million that he would have gotten more or something two or three years down the road, but it never transpired. So you know, there's you know if he's lying to him or just trying to keep him on the contract, you know. That's no, 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 no. No, basically all he was saying was he could take the seventy million that they were putting on the table right at that moment, or he could just uh-huh. wait a year until he was an unrestricted free agent, and then there would be more money on the table because he wouldn't be restricted mm-hmm. to that one team. Other teams would offer him more money. So it wasn't even trying to pinhole him. 
he was looking, he was trying to look at the bigger picture and see that there was more money out on the table, but just not right now. Just get through this mm-hmm. year, and then you'll see, you know, the the you know the windows will open up, so to speak. You know, when we mm-hmm. when we get on the other side of this year, but, but you always have consideration injuries. I know mm-hmm. no athlete wants to think about that, but that is fifty percent of you know what's going to make decisions. Because yes, what happens if I do get injured? I lose that. Because if I can't play, I can't put up the numbers. If I can't put up mm-hmm. the numbers, what are you going to pay me on? You're not going you, you're not going to be willing to give up money on an injured injury prone or injury injury player. So, but, but that's I think no one is playing. TJ, that's the way they wouldn't give him. He wouldn't make the seventy million or even just the three or whatever if he was injured. You know what I'm saying? No, either way. No, he would have got the seventy. Seventy million on the table. He would have got. He would have received that seventy million, but then he wouldn't have been able to, to reach the max on an unrestricted uh, contract. He basically would have been tied in. Well, girl, I would have just got tied in. <laughs> seventy million. <you're> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let me just raise my hand. Seventy million, three million. Seventy million, oh, it's, it's not even a question right there, girl. Right, but look at it like this. You have seventy million on the table now, but you have the potential to do maybe a hundred, one twenty. So you uh-huh. <laughs> like I said, yeah. seventy million will take me until I leave at a hundred. Okay. So yeah, I would have taken the seventy. Yeah. So because right now, where is the hundred and the hundred and twenty-five right now? It's in that uh, hospital bill because he got hurt. Insured. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Morgan and Morgan. Uh, we all for the people who have, you know, them lawyers still on TV. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly where Morgan it is. and Morgan. Yes. That's yes. what I'm saying. Now that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's so all I'm saying. Was- he was trying to bet on himself, kind of like who we were just talking about, um, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder. Uh-huh. And, you know, Dennis should have taken the money with the Lakers, but, no, he wanted to try to bet on himself, and now he's only making, you know, less than $5 million when he could have been making seventy four. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, that's when betting on yourself goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to hear it. I mean, you know, you, you don't want to laugh at someone's misfortune because, Lord knows, that you might you might. Have to pull me out of somebody's psych ward if I don't let go of seventy million dollars and know I can't get it back. But um, well, at the misfortune, I'm laughing at what you said. You know the way you. I know, no, I know. I was just saying. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you. I mean, but I just don't think that you can come back and say, "Oh, it's all your fault," because at the end of the day, it's your decision. You're the one that has to decide if I want to take this chance, or I want to listen to my advisor, or go against them and be like, "Look, I," you know. That's what Scotty did, Scotty Pippen. That's why he never really got the most money he could because he knows where, where he came from, and he knew the money that he, he – all he could see was the money that was in front of him. A lot of people are like that. Not to say that that's good, not to say that that's bad. But, you know, you put that money on the table, sometimes that's all people can see, and that's maybe that's all you need. I don't know. But to say that it's somebody else's fault, eh, no, I don't think anyone is to blame. But what a conversation. No, we all had different opinions. I love it. <laughs> and what a way to end the show. That's a wrap, ladies. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it is time for our shout-outs. And, Miss Perry, you are up 
Guys, what an awesome show. Wow. See, now I told you, I just love the way you do your homework. Just love the way you do your homework. You always have a jam-packed show. The agenda just be, you know, laid out. You just make it plain, you know. Um, I love you, ladies. Janelle, I pray all is well with you. Sorry you didn't get to make it. I love you. Miss Lucinda, I just love your lyrics. You just keep doing what you do. I love you. I love you. I want to give a shout-out to my oldest daughter, Cherie. Her birthday is Sunday the 4th. And um, I out to my grandson, Makai. He'll be 11 years old, and he just thinks he's a bum. But I love you guys. Be blessed. Awesome, awesome. Yes, happy, happy birthday. Hey, Lou. Oh, yes, yes. I'm with Miss Perry on that. It was something that you said, TJ. Uh, it was something that me and Miss Terry, we were struggling with. But, oh, well, you made the prediction of uh, what's going to be announced on Sunday. And, you know, and, that, and I just thought to myself, is it ever come from a professional right there? Because she noticed sports better than Miss Terry and I would, would ever know. But, uh, you know, and, and that's why you came with the picks that you had, you know, with the, with the, with the top ten. And, and I wanted to say at that time, well, you see, see that's why you hostess with the most, is the host, the creator and everything, the, the CEO and uh, just everything, the president. And, and you know, and we're just your, uh, your people that, that work with you because, see, that wisdom, you have so much wisdom and what you do, and like Ms. Terry said, just you, the way you have to show or organize the topics that we're going to discuss and everything, and the way you you come, you enter into the topics and things, you know, it's just, it's just exciting, it's fun, and, I, and sometimes I get a chance to, to, to just watch you, I would, you know, just watch you on, from my phone, because I'm on my home line, and uh, I just thank God for you, you just, you're awesome, you're just awesome, uh, yeah. and you're part of my family, that's what's so great about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, normally I would go last and put you last, but today I just have to put you first because I, I wanted to throw that out there. So I thank God for you. I thank God for you know uh, what He has in plan for you know plan for you and this in us because we we're gonna be right there with you. Whatever happens, we're gonna be right there. And um and you keep on Amen. doing what you want to encourage you and just tell you that I love you and you keep on doing what you're doing. Miss Terry, Miss Terry, you just a bold soul to come on this show without Janelle. And I'm so proud of you, you know, even though I came at you. <laughs> I came at you in left field, you know, just, a, uh, you know, I can be a wolf, you know, but I'm I'm, a, I'm really a, a sheep. But, you know, just try to come off all tough and stuff. But you know I love you. I know you know I love you. And I just, I just like you too. <laughs> you know, I like to keep a little, a little friction going because, you know, Aunt Lou, she just can't do it right even if y'all paid her. Maybe not. Oh, it depends on Okay, <laughs> so, uh, but I just thank God for you because you you are just a force to be reckoned with. You know that you just bring in a whole different side, and uh, Janelle is my partner in crime. I don't know where you are, darling, but just know we miss you tonight. And the show wasn't the same without you, but we 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 somehow managed to just continue without your presence. But you know, I hope that you will be on next week because we really need to see you and to hear you and to be uh, entertained. By you. Did y'all hear me say that? 
<laughs> so, so that's all I want to say. There's no holidays coming up yet, so I don't have anything else to say. And for as I know, there's no birthdays. So I just want to say I love you guys and and shout out to Facebook. Love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. Y'all keep me lifted. You really do. You don't know how much the words mean to me and inspire me and keep me going. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom bottom of my heart, from the tips of my toes, every breath of my Thank you. All right. I love you. I would love you too. I love you girls and y'all be be blessed until we come back here on the second, I think it's September second. And happy birthday, Miss Terry's daughter. Beautiful one. If you just you. get anything like your mother, uh we know you you special. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Until then. See y'all next week. Bye now. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies. Uh, the triple threat in the house. Terry, A. Lou, T. J. All right, y'all. So that is um, that takes us to Wednesday Wikipedia. What happened in the world of sports? August twenty fifth, um, nineteen eighty five. Dwight Gooden. He became the youngest pitcher to win twenty major league baseball games in a season. And then outside of sports, um, as I mentioned, the music tonight the songs they were in remembrance uh 2001 august 25th singer Aaliyah Houghton she passed away in an airplane accident in the bahamas when the badly overloaded aircraft she was traveling in crashed shortly after takeoff killing all nine on board Aaliyah was 22 years old all right so rest in peace young angel all right y'all um yeah, that's going to do it for the show tonight. Shout out, all right? Uh, birthdays, let's see, Sean Connery. You know, I forgot he died last year. I mean, he was born in 1930 on this date. Kev Mitchell of Keenan and Kev. Uh, Gene Simmons, the rock uh, guitarist, turned 71. I think it's Kiss. Rachel Ray turns 52. And Regis Philbin, he died 2020. I thought he died long ago. Anyway. But he was um, born in 1931. So happy birthdays to them, all right? Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo, Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers, Chambers Brothers on the timeline tonight. I love you, fellas. Congratulations to my girl, Angel Phillips. She was married this past Saturday. So congratulations, Benjamin and Angel Clay, the Clays. (laughs) Um, Happy birthday to my sister in love, Erin Graham. She is celebrating her 40th birthday today. Uh, of course, a great big shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. Um, just, uh, just the talent is um, it's remarkable. I, I am in awe and amazed each and every week when I hear you so, and I thank you for sharing your talents with the world here on LL Sports 2. Of course, a great big shout-out to Terry rounding out the triple threat. Happy birthday to all of her family members. Um, Terry, I love you. I thank you. Um, you know, you just bring uh, a voice of reason uh, to the show a lot of times and just your kind and calm spirit, too, as well, you know, because what we have to deal with with Aunt Lou, it can be hard on sometimes, hard. Anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Janelle, you know we missed you tonight, but um, love you, ladies. I love you, and I thank you. Happy early birthday shout-out to my boy, Twan Chisholm. He'll be celebrating his birthday on Monday the 30th, and happy early birthday shout-outs to my former 
former producer of the show, producer Don, and to my brother from another mother, Craig Graham. They are celebrating their birthdays on Tuesday, August 31st, all right? Um, Please keep one of my dearest friends uh, in your prayers, in your hearts, Michael Franklin, as he uh, lays his dad, Archie Franklin, to rest this coming Tuesday. Um, I love you. Yep. I love you. <laughs> so I'm um, just sending prayers to you and the family. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. Thank you for all of your support of me. And last but by no means least, to my mom, the wind beneath my wings. Essie, I say it each and every week. I sound like a broken record. But I can't help it. It's how I feel. So I'm not going to say it again. I just say, I love you. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for the show tonight. We'll be back next week, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., 347-826-7924. That leaves us with time for only one thing, which is TJ's motivational moment. Tonight, I'm telling you, just have to come off, come from my heart. I saw this quote, I think it was Tuesday because it was while I was working. And, you know, sometimes I'll see stuff and I'll be like, uh, I'll have to use that. But, you know, the Lord, he just puts quotes in your, you know, just um, he, he allows you to find the right things to say and uh, what you need to know and hear just at the right time. Because this week has been kind of um, heavy for me. And that's only because, you know how when people that you love are going through things, and, you know, you try not to take on that, that, I don't want to say it's a burden because I don't feel like it's a burden, but when they hurt, you hurt. And, um, you know, I have been blessed in this world to have a, a blood brother. Y'all know how much I love my brother. But I have also been blessed to have uh, men placed in my life that they are more than friends. They are my family. They are like my brothers as well. And, you know, just life throws at you so many things. And sometimes you just wonder, why, Lord? You know, why now? Why at this time? But we also have to know that, you know, every everything and every um, person, place, thing has a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And a lot of times, you know, we just go through things at uh, what we think are the, you know, improper or uh, not the right time. But God is always setting us up for something else on the other end. But what I'm so thankful for is that I have a support system around me, and I know that I'm surrounded by um, people of God, uh, people who know from whence their help comes from, and that is uplifting within itself. So to my family who was going through bereavement, um, you know, I have family that's going through you know, on one end, you know, they have the birth of a, of a beautiful child, and then on the other end, the loss of a job. You know, how stressful can that be? Um, another family member who, you know, they've been going through marital issues uh, years now, um, going on uh, maybe three, where there's just not any closure. And then you have uh, someone else who's, you know, they're just going through, um, you know, starting a new career on top of having issues at home with their marriage. And, you know, you would just like for things to go smooth. 
You would like for, you know, there to be no ups and downs and no trials and tribulations. But each time we go through something and we come out of it on the other end, we just always have to know that we went through that for a reason, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. But through all of it, everything that each one of them are going through, they know who to go to to find their help, to find their peace, and to know that they are men of God is just so inspiring. Um, It's so uplifting. And, again, it just makes me so grateful to know that they know the all right. So through everything that anybody is going through, I saw this quote, and it just means, it means everything because this is all we need. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, always remember to pray on it, pray over it, and pray through it. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time. Be good to others. Be good to yourself. And most of all, y'all be blessed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.